And welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas and Najana with you. Yay. Hello. <laughs> we are back and just going to have kind of a little chat because we've been a little quiet here lately. And by the way, I'm just really appreciating everything that Daniel Danovi is doing. Man, has he ever stepped into it and is turning out some great content. And there's going to be a lot more of where that came from. And as promised, we haven't gone anywhere. We've just been quiet and busy. Very busy. And yes, let me just echo what oh, you yeah. said about oh, Daniel. Yeah. He is amazing. Well, that was just that was one of those intuitive prompts. I mean, literally, it was one of those feelings that I got while having a conversation. And I just acted on it. So it was uh, that was that. So he is going to be a, a real treasure on our journey together. What we're going to do today is have what I've done a couple of times and just kind of called it a family chat because (laughs) (laughs) because there have been some things going on that we wanted to bring you up to speed on of part of the journey. It is all part of the journey. I had no idea when I was doing those very first podcasts and I was thinking, well, I should close this thing somehow. And I don't remember where Enjoy the Journey came from. But it just kind of spilled out. And boy, has it ever been apropos because it really is a journey. And sometimes more enjoyable than others. (laughs) Sometimes the journey takes twists and turns that you don't expect. And that's happened for us, basically. Kind of walking the backstory, and I'll get it started here, and then Majana's going to jump in. Really, it started with COVID. You know, and Majana, when we did that group get-together on January 12th out on that patio in Southlake or whatever, yeah, Grapevine Southlake out by the DFW airport, nobody standing on that patio had any idea what was coming, did we? Who would have been able to guess? No way. (laughs) It was like, wow. So COVID hit me hard because, number one, I lost a friend really early on in the process. And then number two, I was doing I am doing a radio show in the Dallas Fort Worth market and it's sponsored by all the hospitals. So we're talking about COVID every week from a medical perspective. So I was getting that piece. I was getting the more metaphysical side and kind of caught in the middle of those two worlds. And then the empathic Thomas Scorpio Neptune on Sun intuitive radar was feeling the dark side of what this energy has been about. And I could feel it. And I, and I could not turn that switch off. So being a good Scorpio, we like to dig and we like to research. And that's what I started doing was like, OK, what's behind this? And it just led to, as a lot of these things do, more questions than answers. And I was left pretty incomplete with the whole thing. Well, obviously, for Majana, living with that energy got tougher and tougher. Well, it, there were challenges, absolutely. And at the same time, on walking my path, I started, we did a podcast on this, I started kind of looking at some of those aspects as well. Some of what I wasn't sure was a conspiracy theory or was legitimate. And my guide stepped in really fast and said, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. Don't go. Actually, don't look in there. Close the door. Not, Not that there wasn't a conspiracy theory or what was going on. They were telling you, don't look into this. Don't go to the dark side was his whole message. Yeah. Especially because of the timing. And 
I think we, I know we did a live that came up right when we were doing a live. And we may have mentioned that on a podcast when it was during the night I was awakened. But yes, so my guide was very clear about all of this is actually very, you know, it's a combination of is it destiny or is it free will? And the answer is yes and, (laughs) Uh (laughs) as most things are. So we on earth were experiencing the beginnings of this shift and that was extending beyond the earth. And what my guide said is this is a very critical time and the people of earth need to, it would actually behoove us to be as positive as possible and you absolutely cannot afford to even let the dark side in. Any of the negativity, the fear, any of those things that there are people who love to bring that in, physical people and other entities who love to promote fear. So I was also battling, you know, battling with that, just trying to make a balance and keep things as positive and happy as possible. And, you know, this is interesting because Majana does these readings where she helps others, you, connect with your guides. And what's been kind of interesting is that two things. One, I've never had a rapport with a guide like Majana does. She has it as though I was going to say backseat driver, not backseat driver, like right there in the front seat with you, hand on your shoulder, almost like a driver's ed teacher, you know, who's got, he's got a wheel and a brake over there that he can pull you out if he needs to, right? Yeah, it's like, sometimes I wish he would just take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've not had that, you know, so Majana was getting one message. I was kind of getting another, and the gap between those two messages was pretty wide because I was just really feeling. I mean, we've talked to so many of you who, one way or another, say that you feel different kinds of energy, and I was feeling it. My guidance was coming from smell test, astrology, internal feeling. Majana's was coming from specific communication from her spirit guide. And by the way, I will say by observation, her guidance is spot on. It's like amazing, amazing. I'm thinking of our friend when we did the live event back in November. We did a live event for about 13 people, I think it was, in Dallas. A couple of families got together and we did what really what we were wanting to launch in 2020. We did in November as a beta prototype And then kaboom, you know, everything got shut down. But one of the people, a friend of mine, Majana did an impromptu reading on him in front of everybody and mentioned hard reset. And I got to tell you, what has unfolded in that guy's life in this year has been nothing short of complete, total, in every area, hard reset. I mean, that still sends chills because she was so accurate and it just came from her guides. It was a spirit communicated message. So when she got her instruction, basically from her guide, don't go there. You know, I didn't have that. I didn't have the, she was sharing it, but it was like, I couldn't release this feeling of, of uh, what was going on and what I could feel was embedded within this. So that led us to do what everybody else is doing. We're dealing with our energy and dealing with our stuff. And we just happen to deal with it in different ways. That's where the free will comes in, right? 
my advantage is my guide saying, don't go there, especially light workers. We need all the positive light we can get right now. And because of my relationship with my guide, I have 100% trust. I don't have to know the answers. I don't have to see what's ahead. I'm happy with what he says right now, and I trust it 100%. So we continue on our journeys, and we, like everybody else, are dealing with our stuff. (laughs) I think that's the main message here, is this has impacted and hit us exactly as it has hit you, right between the eyes, in the gut, in every kind of way. So what happened next is some stuff happened in the month of May. Really, it was Saturn-Pluto. I mean, it was everything that this energy represents. And it hit us below the belt, above the belt, in the chin, on the cheek, (laughs) upside (laughs) the head. Blindsided every which way. (laughs) Everything. And it was very difficult for us to process and go through. Again, doing our own work and using all the tools that we've accumulated. I mean, I got to say, we really put the whole team on the court. We had the A team down. (laughs) Yeah, all the tools that we've shared with y'all. We were using. We were doing. And still are. We were implementing. I finished a long series of audio books with the Book of Air for Steve Forrest, which is out now, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Hint, hint. Hey, three of the three of the element series, fire, earth, and air are out, and I have just started on water, and it's going to be incredible. But I just finished that and needed a little break from Dallas and kind of from the energy and from everything. So I had been studying this on the astrological map for some time, and there's one place where all of the astrological energy aligns for for me is right up the eastern side of the coast of Florida, and then it takes a bend and goes inland and on in other directions. But I've been interested in that coast of Florida area for a couple of reasons, and one is because I have never been around water like that for an extended period of time. So I had a little gap there. I knew that some audiobooks would not be coming in, and I thought I would take that gap and see if I could make the radio show work remotely from the road, which we had been doing it remotely anyway. So I tried to go to Florida for a little extended staycation. Well, it worked for about 10 or 14 days, and the radio show didn't go well twice, so I abandoned the project and came back. But it gave me a little taste of that area, enough to see it and kind of feel it and go, hmm, this is kind of interesting. And while I was driving, I was listening to some stuff on Neptune and the sun, which is I was focusing on Neptune in my chart. And one of the things they said is if you have the alignment that I do, uh, that you really need to be on water and near flowing water. So I just tucked that away and I was like, hmm. And we were communicating daily. We were both still doing our work and really looking at how can we grow through this? How can we embrace the energy at hand? And which the, what, how is this showing us our own growth areas? That's what we're all being called to do. What's our shadow work? So we were both looking at our shadow work and had some really good conversations around that. So when Thomas got back, we continued our conversations. What we decided was Thomas needs to be around the water. I need to be with my kids. As much as I don't 
really like the scenery here. <laughs> this is where I need to be right now. And this is not where he needs to be. And we do have work to do individually as well together as together. So we decided to honor that and honor each other as well as ourselves in the process. So Thomas loaded up the truck <laughs> and moved to Beverly. I don't here know, we go. Opposite. Yeah, here we go. Cue the Beverly Hillbillies music. <laughs> Jethro's on the road again. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very good way, I think, Majana, that's a good way to put what transpired and what we concluded was honoring the space of where we each needed to be in the work that's going on. I went back and thought of something as I was preparing for this. I, I saw this book in my hand the other day as I was putting it on a shelf. It's an old book. I mean, old by today's standards. It was written back in 2001 by John Eldridge. He's a Christian author. It's called Wild at Heart. And it was a book written to men. Now, I'm not necessarily recommending it because it is very much from the Christian perspective. So you have to know that that's what you're getting into. But the information in it about men was really almost earth shattering in 2001 especially because of the, if you will say, demasculization of men in society that had been taking place. And Eldridge, is a, he's a counselor, lives in Colorado, Colorado Springs, and kind of has based his work and his ministry on uh, wilderness camps, wilderness adventures for men and their sons. And this book was written to say that men are, by nature, wild at heart. And the whole book, I, I pulled some stuff from Wikipedia, actually had some pretty good quotes on it, of saying that men have to rediscover their masculine heart. And the main thesis of the book is summarized in three basic tenets that he says men are just made to live in this kind of reality. One is they've got to have a battle to fight. And Braveheart comes to mind. You can hear the theme music building now, right? It's the Braveheart warrior, go out and fight a battle worth fighting or dying for. And then men want an adventure to live. And what have we done in recent times but put most men in cubicles? I mean, I got heart arrhythmia that is still with me today from being put in a 10 by 10 office and told I had to stay there all day. And it literally was killing me. And then his third point is men have to have a beauty to rescue. And this is where you could get all kinds of crosswise with where we are today. What he is saying is, and that doesn't necessarily mean the damsel in distress. In fact, he says it doesn't. Because beauty can also manifest itself in different areas, such as nature or stories, or art, or music. But he's saying that a man is looking for that connection with beauty, that connection with, in essence, that side of his divine. One of the things that I came really in contact with, personally, was that I needed to live that adventure. Part of that was Colorado. Came back to Dallas. Majan and I set up this work, and it has been incredibly successful. And one of the things that we've wanted to do was live events. And I'll tell you, when COVID is bye-bye and all gone from our vocabulary, and we look at that in the rearview mirror and say, thank God that's over, we will be doing live events because that's been on our heart. 
And it's been something that we wanted to do. But in the meantime, yeah, I think it was exactly that. Part of the challenge for me was, again, feeling like I was in that 10 by 10 box and just dying inside. Now I'm living right on the coast. And part of that adventure of, you know, being on the water and taking on the adventure of loading up the old truck and granny's rocking on top, fighting every inch of the trip, you know, it's like (laughs) it is. It's part of that adventure that my soul needed to expand into. So I think we should be real clear that we are honoring ourselves and each other in this process. And also we are smack dab in the middle of our humanity, right? There are pieces of this that are exciting and liberating and the unknown is exhilarating. And there are, oh shit, moments bigger than life. It hasn't been an easy process. It wasn't an easy decision, but we felt it was the right one. And growth is never easy. So, this we decided to embrace it. And I think we both, I love this about what we're doing. We are both being completely open and honoring and just being present. You know, what's going to happen in a month and in a year? Who knows? But we do know that we can still work together. We're not even in the same location right now. Can you tell? Huh? <laughs> Fooled you. <laughs> <laughs> That's because of the technical genius of Thomas Miller. So that kind of stuff goes on. We can still do podcasts together. We talk. We text numerous times daily. It's not that we've said, okay, this doesn't work. Hit the road. That's not where we are at all. And we want to be transparent with that, right? There are times it's not an easy journey. There are times when I'm tempted to say, uh, load that truck right back up and <laughs> head back, take the westbound road. <laughs> And there has been times he's been on the same same mind link. Oh, and there I've, have been times he I've has had, had the same thoughts. Multiple times when I've thought, what the heck have I done here? You know? Yeah. In fact, I, I thought of this in hindsight. As the U-Haul was loaded and we were like this, there was no more dodging this bullet. It's like, wow, it is seriously right here. There were many of those moments leading up. But that final moment, I think I looked at you. I said, hold on, wait, why are we doing this? and then when he got there and he's looking at unloading that truck he called me and he goes wait why are we doing this (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh my gosh you know this is everything that we've talked about on here it's a journey of the heart it's not just settling into something and allowing what elements don't work to continue without shaking something up to try something different. One of the things I learned for myself, oh, by the way, when I was very first, this is a family chat, right? So, I mean, this is, this is fireside chat stuff. So when I very first started looking into astrology, I ordered some uh, reports off of a site that I recommend a lot of first-time astrology people check out is astro.com. And it was a Liz Green report. She's one of the premier astrologers in the world. And it's a computer-generated report, but boy, is it ever amazingly good. And the very first words of the report said, you are one of life's travelers. And that is so true. 
more so than others, and I know everybody would say, oh, I love to travel. I love to travel. Oh, yeah, get me on a trip. Put me on a yacht. I'm ready to go. Bags always packed. Passport in hand. I mean, we think that. It's in my core. You know, this is in my absolute core. And for 50 years plus, I stuffed it. I was doing the audio book, uh, The Book of Fire. It was the first one I did with Steve Forrest. And hit a section in there where he started talking about our solar return. It's uh, an area that I won't get into of what it is, but it basically is how the astrological chart progresses with our life's growth is how it shows up. And the story or the little analogy that he used was exactly the setup of my chart. And he was talking about a guy who in his 20s and 30s and 40s and into his 50s living the free life that his soul wanted to live. And I couldn't do the, I couldn't read it because I stuffed that and missed that 30-year period of my life because I tried to do what everybody else wanted me to do. I tried to play the game that I was supposed to play and completely missed that section of my chart. And I had to stop and I was crying because I... I realized the impact of it on my life as I was reading his words. And one of the reasons that I picked up and just went to Colorado was because I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to live. And as Majana just described, she is exactly right. She is uh, working a job that is going to provide for her through the uncertainties ahead. I'm sitting out here with no net. She has a son in high school. She has two daughters that are close by, and she needs to stay with all of that. And like we've said, that that dynamic for me was like being back in the 10 by 10, and it just simply wasn't working right now. So one of the things I learned from Aspen is, you know, that you can do these things, and then you can do the next thing, and the next, and the next. Fred Dodson did that for 20 years. He traveled the world doing seminars and mostly lived out of a suitcase before it was before there was an air a b airbnb air a b and b whatever it is a b and b yeah the thing there and he did that routinely and regularly that was his life now he's settled down see phases change we change into new dynamics now he has a home and a garden and he's like you know, Farmer Fred. Now he has an Airbnb. <laughs> he has an, yeah, he's doing one now. <laughs> he has a place. So, you know, these are, these are the shifts. And that's why I say is for some people, actually, I did a reading for a lady today who lives a few miles basically from where she was born and her parents are still healthy and they're nearby. And, you know, it's, it's kind of the way things used to be. And now people are more mobile and we move around and, and who knows what the next adventures might be. So I think there are several takeaways that we can put together from this. I think the first one that shows up for me is that we are all walking our own path. We're all on our own journeys. And we come in here with what I call soul pods to support each other. But the word is support, not control. And our journeys sometimes are parallel, and we can support each other in those ways. And sometimes those journeys mean 
allowing each other the freedom to find out who we are, to grow through opportunities or grow through lessons, challenges in the way that we have to do it. And everybody has free will and has their own way of reaching their destination. So there's no right way and there's no wrong way. It's just honoring it. You know, here's something that came up in our discussions as we were moving this forward. And I had completely forgotten about this. Details do not lodge in my brain. They just don't. Majana, very much the opposite. But she mentioned this, and I had forgotten about it, that there is, okay, when Majana and I met in 2013, it was this instant recognition that we knew each other, we had known each other, that we had done this before, and two souls who had not known each other up until now finally had reconnected. That's the first time I've ever had that kind of an experience. However, it is not the first time Majana had that experience in this lifetime. So there is another man walking the planet Earth right now who Majana has a soul connection with in that same kind of way. And she reminded me of that connection and that basically it was something that you had to kind of set aside. Right. Why is it? I I don't know. Why is it that sometimes we have those memories and that instant connection and knowingness, and sometimes we don't? I think our immediate families are our soul pod, and we have multiple life experiences with each other, but that doesn't mean we have those recognitions. Sometimes we might have some memories, past life memories. So I really don't know why occasionally we meet somebody not in our immediate family and have that boom recognition. And it can be a blessing and it cannot be a blessing. It depends on their purpose in your life in this time around. And we also have, you know, opportunities to explore and figure out, you know, that saying a reason, a season or a lifetime. And so, yeah, for that was definitely one thing that I can't, I know why that person came into my life <laughs> was because I guess the universe had taken it easy on me for a while. And that's just how my life has been. When it's time for me to do a deep dive into a new aspect of what I used to think was religious or spiritual studies or how the universe works, the universe throws these curves at me that I can't find explanations for anywhere. So I go on these deep dive um, research. What can I find out about it? And there's nothing about it, honestly. And so then, oh yeah, where do I really get these answers? I have to go within. I have to meditate. I have to ask my guides. I have to take the information and see what really resonates with me. What is my truth in this? And I know that that was that person's role in my life was to kickstart me into back onto this path. It wasn't too many years after that, that my daughter, three-year-old was playing with the spirit. And I went, oh, okay, I got to step back into this blasted. So it was just another example of time to step out of your comfort zone and start learning again. But you know, there, the point is, is there's another soul connection there that probably will be picked up on in a future life. And something will happen down the road on that. I don't know all those mysteries. That's way beyond my pay grade. But it's just interesting that that with this, we do encounter these definite relationships, these appointments with other people that further our soul's work and our soul's growth 
in all kinds of different delicious, wonderful, various ways. <laughs> in the sessions I'm doing, I think being conservative, 80% of the couples that have been together for a long period of time are experiencing serious growth challenges right now. I've started to my own self, started calling them COVID couples um, <laughs> because COVID launched all of this. And it is more really than COVID. It's that shift that we're having towards a honoring a matriarch energy and women feeling a different calling, feeling a little more empowered and that I have to do something. I don't know what it is, but I need to do something. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe they were more passive before and it was I was fine serving the family and playing second fiddle and having a job that wasn't very meaningful, but it worked for me. Well, it doesn't work anymore. So there are a lot of conversations around that or just growing apart. And I think what I see is a lot of men are feeling the energy, but it's a little where for women, it's empowering men. It's not so much. In our case, I was getting clear guidance from my my guide. Thomas wasn't getting from his guide. So he is he was going to his fallback. So as we figure out how to swim through this and who are we becoming? What's our new energy? Because we're all working through our shadow. In fact, my guides showed me a picture of myself when as I was talking to them one day. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, my God. Seriously, have I not done enough growth already? And they showed me myself doing the army crawl through stuff. And I heard the words mud and muck. And I'm like, oh, yes, that's exactly what it feels like. I'm crawling through the mud and the muck. And that's what we're all doing. We're all having to do our shadow work right now. And some of it is deeper than others. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. They keep promising me. And I'm looking forward to the end of the tunnel. <laughs> I think we all are. Yeah, we're ready. And there's free will. How Do you want to embrace this? And this is what Thomas and I are doing. It's like, okay, yeah, there are parts of this that are awful. But let's embrace it. Let's face it and work through it to get through that tunnel faster. Or you can resist and fight it tooth and nail and drag it out. Free will. So where are we now? I've been through about a month of, honestly, about a month of very physically exhausting um, stuff. So I'm getting re-centered, realigned. I have been way over the top out of the element that I want to be in. So I'm getting settled into that. Just started a new audio book. Fred has one waiting right behind that. And I've got a radio show and trying to develop another radio syndicated program. So I am, and then a lot of the things that Majan and I were not able to develop, I'm looking forward to moving those forward now in the space of clear availability. So number one, more things, probably more along the astrology lines, but there are going to be a lot more materials generated. Well, you know, when when you step into it and the universe abhors a vacuum. So when you leave space open, the universe has an amazing way of bringing things in to fill that up. So as Thomas said, being a conservative Capricorn and having kids that I are financially dependent, I did take a teaching position to make sure that I had steady income and benefits in this election year, not knowing what's going to happen with the economy. So let me tell you, y'all, I am a virtual teacher. If you need a laugh or an oh my God moment, reach out to me. I've got them. (laughs) Dealing with 10-year-olds on iPads trying to learn is 
an adventure in and of itself. <laughs> There's a book. Oh my gosh, no kidding. It some days it's it's absolutely hilarious and some days not so much. So that is happening. I'm also waiting for that to calm down a little bit and it will. The beginning of the year is always a little stressful and then I'm looking at maybe doing some more lives and even a online spiritual study group more cons- like consistently. And these are some great ideas that listeners have put out and sessions that's come up. So I really want to step in and honor that. And then I have to say, this hit me the other day. For all things, there's a reason, right? So when that sound booth that was in the the bedroom left, (laughs) right along with Thomas, that bedroom is sitting there. And my intention was, okay, there's my guest room. And I don't know, four days ago now, maybe, my son's best friend ended up coming over to spend the night. And even before he left, this was a possibility that we, Thomas, we had all talked about that didn't have just a really great home life. And so that extra bedroom won't be a guest room. It is now my newly adopted sons. (laughs) 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 And, you know, when I look, look at all of this, I think it's when you say yes to the universe, when you just say, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but okay, show me what I'm supposed to do. It happens. And I think this kid has needed a place for a while. And although Thomas was willing to let that happen when he was here, it would have been a a strain. It would have been tough. We would have had the two boys sharing a bedroom, and that would have been tough. So open space, literally, and things come in. So I know that those are additional challenges, but I also know that it is also, it's mine to do. So all the way around, personally and professionally, I think it's all good. I don't know where it's going to end up, but I'm trusting. I know that's where both of us are. And that was a beautiful moment when you told me about that situation. And knowing that that space had been cleared for this boy who really needs to get out of that situation. And knowing, you guys don't know this, but Majana's done this before. This is not the first time. This is she's number three. Op- <laughs> she's opened her home to kids that have had tough situations in their lives. And yeah, I mean, this booth is a big, it's a big, it's just big, it's a big thing. And it took up the whole area. And just opening that space, that was beautifully said, has already been rewarded by this boy being able to step right in to all of a sudden, well, you talk about getting choked up again, where there's love and acceptance and where there's not violence and where he's not being called names and all the other stuff that was going with it. And especially now, I mean, my God, especially now, is just a beautiful thing that when the universe guides and you follow and you don't know all the answers, and then you get that little bit of pixie dust that comes floating down over your head. And it just says, yeah, you did the right thing. Here's a little little indication that what you did was opening that space for somebody else. It's like, wow. And so our journeys continue together and individually. And our request of y'all would be to honor that with us and continue to walk it with us. Daniel is playing 
wingman on the subconscious podcast and amazing in fact he's not really winging he's he's leading the way now (laughs) (laughs) you know that daniel did a reading uh about a month before i told him what we were doing and he saw this in the reading yeah daniel's a good friend and he's he's an amazing person i yeah can't say enough about him he is just amazing and you know what i don't want to happen and we had to kind of take a break there because I thought, gosh, we've been doing so good. We're right there with y'all. We're going through our mud and muck with y'all. And this is part of humanity and this is part of walking our journey. And so our request is to honor that with us and honor our boundaries and our privacy as well. We want to be transparent and we've done that. But as far as any further details, we would request that you let us keep those to ourselves. And when we feel led to share, we will be we'll we'll do that. Yeah, I think the best thing is right now, uh, plates are full. Um, it's been an emotional 90 days. You know, discussions around this will just be had on the Facebook groups occasionally, Majana's group, Life After Life Radio and the Subconscious Mind Mastery Facebook group on uh, the podcast group there. And then here on the podcast, we'll share. But, uh, yeah, I think beyond that, we can just, just leave, it, leave it be and just enjoy the journey. <laughs> you know, it's like enjoy the journey with us. We have. We've, when I started this, I was like, heck, I'll live out loud. Why not? And this is just honoring that as well. It's just more living out loud, telling you where we are, what's behind it, and hopefully something that you can grow with as well. I don't want to switch over to a soap opera. <laughs> I mean, this is not days of our lives. No, no, not that at all. The work continues. You know, the thing is, the work continues. I'm still doing astrology reads. Majana is still doing a variety of readings. We still have free products to download. All of that is on the website, soulfoodtalks.com. Still narrating audiobooks. If you go on Audible, you can find three astrology books that I've done for Steve Forrest and about 30 almost audiobooks that I've done for Fred Dodson. All of that still goes. All of that is moving on, and we are going to add to that and continue to do things together. And then, like I said, the real vision here was always live events. And I can't wait until we can have the conversation where we could say, hey, Majana. Hey, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Majana, I think we could put an event together. Let's give it a shot. You I know, know I, I mean, can't wait. That'll be a great day. And uh, maybe we could even figure out an outdoor version of that. So right now for us, we're going to breathe. Majana is settling into her new world of teaching and and a very full packed schedule and she comes home and knocks out readings and does them on the weekends and she's keeping her schedule open for you guys around her other obligations so she's burning the candle at both ends i'm burning the candle at both ends and we're doing our thing so that's where we are and we continue to support each other too and thomas i love you i will love you forever from the moment we met i was opening the door for her we were going into a meeting late And I was like, wow, what was that? (laughs) There was an energy that swept by me that I've never sensed before. And it was lifetimes of soul connection. And I always love you as well and always will. Our souls are connected on that level. It's a lot more than just this lifetime. And to all of you, enjoy the journey.
The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.